Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections. This is a program showcasing community involvement brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. Today our guest, I think you're going to enjoy, is Lori DeBracca from the Appalachian Reading Center. Lori, you're the director of the center and we're so happy you're here today. Thank you for having me. I am excited to share with everyone what you do and just how valuable a resource it is for the people of West Virginia. So, Appalachian Reading Center, tell me how it started and exactly what it is that happens there. Mm -hmm. um, in 2004, Jennifer Carriger and I co-founded the center as a nonprofit in response to the lack of resources here in West Virginia for dyslexic students, mm -hmm. and particularly for students who would not be able to afford private tutoring. So, um, it is a center for dyslexia. Um, so that's kind of a mystery to some people, is that right? Right. Dyslexia is very um, misunderstood in many ways. People think that dyslexia means that a person sees letters backwards, and that's all that it is. And it's actually much more than that. So a person who is dyslexic is using the part of their brain that is the least efficient part for reading to try to read. And so that gives them tremendous difficulty with reading, writing, and spelling. And it's actually very, very common. One in five people are dyslexia, and that's, or dyslexic, and that's a lot of people. One in five. Right. Wow. So I might be that person that has the misconception of what dyslexia is. I think of it as transposing letters mm -hmm. and, and seeing things. But it is so much more than that. And you um, offer a program, mm -hmm. which has turned into a school, really, um, to help someone. So tell me a little bit about how you're different from the traditional programs. Okay. And so in the 20s and 30s, Dr. Samuel Orton and Anna Gillingham um, discovered a way to organize our language into the six syllable types. And they understood how to teach people with dyslexia how to understand how language is put together. And based on those six syllable types, we, they developed what was called the Orton-Gillingham-based method. And today there are about 20 different offshoots of Orton-Gillingham-based programs, one of which is Wilson Reading System. And that was developed 30 years ago by Barbara Wilson. And I am certified in that method. And that's the particular method that we use at our school. At, at our tutoring center. We have a staff of approximately 20 and about 100 kids, and so we have grown quite a bit since 2004. We never advertise. All of our referrals are from word of mouth, and so our kids are very successful once they are with us for between two and four years. And that's quite a while for someone to be able to go to tutoring before they get remediated. Wow. So in, what, 15 years, you've grown a lot. 20 employees or right. tutors and 100 kids? Is that about what About 100 kids and wow. we've served about 720 kids since we first started. And so one of the things in, in terms of asking about what's different about um, what we do at the Reading Center is described really well in a book called Overcoming Dyslexia by Dr. Sally Shaywitz. Mm -hmm. And she, had, she wrote one of the first really research-based books that discussed the neurobiological origins of dyslexia. And so there are some books that are out there that sort of um, gloss over some of the real issues, the medical issues 
issues with dyslexia, but Overcoming Dyslexia by Sally Shaywitz is a really good one. So anyone who's interested in finding out really um, a lot about dyslexia, that would be a great resource. And would give them the right answers. Correct. Um, yeah, so that's great. Um, dyslexia, this is not your first exposure to it. You've had a long career. I have, yes. And so I worked in an adult literacy clinic in Southern California where I first met Barbara Wilson. Um, and the Wilson reading system was originally designed for adults. And it was so successful with that population that they designed other versions so that they would be successful with younger children. And as a matter of fact, this year, Wilson reading system is coming out with its fourth edition, which we're very excited about too. Wow. So um, when you talk about 100 students, are most of those children? Yes, most of them are children. We do have some young adults. Our oldest student was 65 years old. He was a successful businessman, um, but he never learned to read, write, or spell very well. And so he was with us for about four years. Wow. So it can be for all ages. It can be for all ages. And I think we might have a picture of one of our students playing a Jenga game. And so we try to incorporate yeah, games into all of our lessons. And so it is very specific and very detailed. And as we say, teaching reading is rocket science. But we try to make it as fun as we can. And you can see one of my students there peering through the Jenga game. And so there are words actually written on the Jenga blocks. And we play the game as they read the words. Oh, that's fun. We try to make I it I'm fun. I'm going to think of my Jenga blocks totally <laughs> different now. Yeah, that's really fun. So I think you touched on it, but um, if we could just talk a little bit about how long the, the typical student or how long it is to remediate, to remediate, mm -hmm. that, to remediate um, someone through your program. Right. And so in any Orton-Gillingham-based program, and those are all around our country, um, it takes between two and four years, and that's at least two times a week year-round. And so that's a lot of tutoring, but it is life-changing. And lots of times when students finish, their parents will say, oh, this was like a miracle. And we say, oh my gosh, it was four years of you driving here and paying for it and their time. Mm -hmm. um, and so at the end, it does seem like a miracle. Um, it's not. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort on everyone's part, the students, the parents, the teachers. Um, and the way it's set up, you go through sessions, is that right? Almost like semesters throughout the year? Right. We're actually kind of on a trimester system, although they're not equal. So right now we just started our winter-spring session that will go through the end of May. Mm -hmm. And then we break for staff training for two weeks, and then it's open for students between June and August. We break for another few weeks and then do the fall session that ends in December. So kids and parents do have somewhat of a break, but it is year-round. It's very intense. Yeah, twice a week, right? Twice a week, at least. Yeah, that's a commitment, but so worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And I have um, had an opportunity to meet some of your students over the years. Mm -hmm. And really, just, I mean, it's lovely to see how happy they are. Yeah. It's a great place to be. And I have to thank the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation, of course, for the scholarship assistance that you all have provided for us. There are lots of children that would not be able to afford this. Tutoring is expensive, um, and we do pay our tutors as well as we can. And in order to do that, um, we charge a fair amount to, for the tutoring. But we've never turned anyone away for inability to pay thanks to our scholarships that we get from the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation and other resources. So we wow. are very grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a great program. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk about that they go year-round. We should probably talk about where you are. 
Right. So <laughs> <laughs> well, how, do, how do people right. find you? So we are in South Charleston right now. That is our main office, and we are right across from South Charleston Middle School. And about two years ago, we had several families driving in from Fayetteville one way. So they would be in the car for 90 minutes, have an hour of tutoring, and then get in the car for another 90 minutes and wow. talk about commitment. And they did that for about a year and a half. And we realized twice a week. Twice a week. We realized that we wanted to try to provide something else for them. And so one of our board members, Brian Griffith, is an optometrist and he has an office in Beckley and he has allowed us to rent several rooms twice a week. So those families from Fayetteville are only driving about twenty minutes into Beckley and they're very grateful. So we have an office in Beckley as well. Uh, and that office has been steadily growing too. And yeah. we also, through a grant for the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, have tutors in Clay County specifically targeting foster care children and kinship care kids. Mm -hmm. Someone that can easily slip through the cracks. Exactly, especially with all of their moves and so on. Um, so you're in, you're in South Charleston and Beckley and working in Clay County. Uh, what about the rest of the state? Are there resources for someone? Um, right now, there are resources that you could look up on the International Dyslexia Association website and the, the Bright Solutions for Dyslexia mm -hmm. website, which is Susan Barton, and she has designed a program that is also Orton-Gillingham based that can be used more easily by volunteers and parents, because in a lot of our areas, we don't yet have the resources mm -hmm. that we have at the Appalachian Reading Center. And so it is in our plan as the years go on to try to get other offices up and running throughout the state. So those ideas are just sort of in the planning stages right, right now, but we're definitely thinking about it. Um, as I said, if someone happens to be watching and you're not close to Beckley or uh, South Charleston or Clay, the Bright Solutions for Dyslexia website is a wonderful website and resources that, um, that parents not close to these areas can access. How does dyslexia, um, does the teacher begin to notice it? It does, I'm guessing it's a combination, like the, the parent maybe realizes something and then the teacher at school, maybe the family physician, kind of a combination. Right, and so right now it's more the parents who understand that something is not quite clicking, especially if they have other children and they realize that they're not catching on as quickly as their other children mm -hmm. did. And so they start looking for resources. They start Googling, they find us online, and I will say our website is under construction. Uh, we will have a new website up and running in February and they find us that way very frequently by just googling dyslexia or reading problems mm -hmm. uh, and then also right now a lot of we have a lot of family physicians who are referring because they have seen our success stories over the last 15 years and they're starting to send people to us so we get a lot of referrals from local pediatricians yeah I would imagine that mm -hmm. it's a network of people and you're part of that network as right. well right yeah so what would you like people to know about Appalachian Reading Center I'd like people to know that we are there for them if they are having difficulty to contact us. We will find a way to get services for their children and uh, we are hopeful the prognosis is good for dyslexic kids. We use technology to, able, to be able to provide accommodations in terms of downloadable book services such as Learning Ally. So I want parents to know that there's a lot of hope and a lot of good success stories out there. And I, I know that you have uh, graduates of your program mm -hmm. that come back and speak and are very happy to share their success and their stories and how they're succeeding mm -hmm. um, and flourishing. They are, and it's great to see. We have kids who are in college now who will send us notes and talk about when they remember they had to start so 
early on and they had to tap out words. We teach kids by tapping individual sounds or phonemes and a lot of times they would think, I can't believe this, I already know some of these sounds, but it gradually builds and they look back and they realize why we went back to build that foundation. And so it's great to have some of our college kids come back and, and really talk about those early days and how it made a big success for them. Well, and it gives the beginner in your program hope. Right. And shows them something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Do um, how do you find your tutors? All of our tutors right now have been word of mouth, and so uh, the tutors need to go through extensive training as well. And if it takes between two and four years to remediate a child, it takes between two and four years to teach a tutor mm -hmm. to be able to go through all 12 books of Wilson Reading System or any Orton Gillingham based program. And so it is very. Uh, it's very lengthy and time-consuming. And I think sometimes that's why um, schools don't use reading systems like this because it's very expensive to train tutors and it takes a long time. Ultimately, the payoff is really good and strong, and sometimes that's difficult for schools to be able to justify that kind of money and time in the training. Well, I can understand that. And plus, teachers are so busy with everything else that's happening in their, their day. So They are. It's almost a specialist. So that's why your program is um, a blessing to these it families. It, it's very valuable and I will say there are a lot of public schools who are partnering with us much more so now than they did in the beginning and I think that's because of our reputation that they have seen children go through our program um, where they have been retained once and possibly twice and really had no hope and then two to three four years later they're the top readers in their class and so the teachers see that and start to look at what we're doing and think about it and so one of the accommodations that we frequently ask for is an alternate not reduced spelling list for these students and that oh. means that I provide the Orton Gillingham based words that they're studying at that particular time at the Reading Center instead of their random spelling lists at school. And so um, when that happens, the child progresses even more quickly. So a lot of public schools are really much more on board now than they were 15 years ago. So I'm really grateful wow. for that. So resources, just lots and lots of resources mm -hmm. for someone once they connect the dots and they and getting the training and the help they need. That's great. Mm -hmm. Lori, thank you so much for being here today and, and teaching us about dyslexia and the methods that we can work with to make um, the dyslexic person stronger and better. So I love that. And uh, we can check the website, which is AppalachianReading.org. Mm -hmm. We can call the office at 304-744-8188. Yes. So thank you so much. And oh, there's a Facebook page, is that right? There is. One of our board members has been working on that. Yes. Yeah, so lots of ways, lots of ways to learn about Appalachian Reading Center. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been the Greater Canal Valley Foundation's Community Connections. I'm Jane Powell, and I hope to see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.